Hi, y'all. This is Kristen Chenoweth. Hi, I'm Gloria Stefan. This is Sarah Bareilles. Hi, I'm Patty Lapone. This is Lynn Manuel Miranda. You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what? they were doing they were also playing chumba casino coincidence i think not everybody's loving having fun with it chumba casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime anywhere even at thirty thousand feet so sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus that's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life no purchase necessary btw void were prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus hi guys today's show is brought to you by the extremely kind donations by our donators over at patreon patreon a uh, patreon is an excellent place for our awesome fans to give us money if they want to <laughs> uh, but they do also receive a lot of perks as well uh the main one right now being the commentaries that jess and i have been putting out which i and think we'll be putting are actually... out some more in the very near future uh, relevant ones right now would be our Cats commentary, which is actually not the newest one, but, you know, Cats is a kind of a thing right now. So, check that one out if you want to listen to us, uh, rag on the Cats musical, not the movie yet, though. <laughs> I, I've got a weird, i got a weird attraction to, to the Taylor Swift cat. <laughs> yeah, you said that. You have, you've said that. You don't have to say that again, Jess. Why, well, why does that cat wear shoes? <laughs> Uh, Jess, you don't have to say anything about Taylor Swift cat, okay? It's fine if you don't mention her for like five seconds. Why does that seconds. cat wear shoes? <laughs> <laughs> I just want to, I just want to take those shoes off and just you know see what's underneath. <laughs> Speaking of what's underneath, who's donating to us on Patreon? We got Stephanie L. We got Terry Needleman. We got Max Lunick, Benjamin Lehrer. Uh, Chris O'Kelly, Lily Ackles, Daniel Renix, Mackenzie Horner, John Donna, Taryn the Duck, who is a real duck. Melissa uh, Goldman, who is a real Goldman. <laughs> Jess Lightning, <laughs> who is the best Jess on this show. Uh, Ewan Cassidy, Haley McDonald, Taskier, and Andrew, the last one. Uh, Colin McLeod. Uh, I also like that you have Ewan Cassidy and Haley McDonald right next to each other, because every time I look at that, I think of... The fucking actor that plays uh, Obi Wan Kenobi, Ewan McDonald, everyone's Ewan favorite McDonald, actor. everyone's favorite actor. And these folks give us a little extra financial support that helps us keep the lights on here at Musicals with Cheese. Yes. Uh, so if you want to check out our Patreon, we uh, we will be updating it with more commentaries and probably other stuff like live shows, things like that, uh, pretty soon. All right, all right, folks. Um, let's get on to the real show. Hello, I'm Jesse McAnally. And I am Andrew DeWolf. And welcome to Musicals with Cheese, a podcast where I try to get Andrew to like musical theater. How are you feeling today, Andrew? I am a little bit distraught. Why? Well, I just found out that my favorite, uh, you know, puppet-based comedy act, 
their theater is is getting uh, torn down. Oh, they're tearing down the Jeff Dunham Theater? Yeah. <laughs> we gotta get Jeff Dunham back. We need to get Jeff Dunham back. We gotta raise money so Jeff Dunham doesn't fade away from existence. You have to call into our Jeff Dunham telethon. <laughs> He's going to have the old man puppet that says racist things, but it's okay. The puppet said it, not the guy. Not the guy. He's also going to have the racist puppet that actually is just racist. But, you know, the one that probably perpetrated a lot of, like, uh, Muslim stereotypes for a while. Yeah, he's even going to sing the famous song, Silence I Kill You. <laughs> no, no, no. I don't think that's actually what you were talking about, Andrew. Oh, it wasn't? What was I talking no. about? Um, I... <laughs> <laughs> um, it's been a while since we covered a Muppets property. <laughs> yep, which is um, why we... today we're reviewing uh, Jeff Dunham's comedy, comedy TV special, <laughs> Spectacular. <laughs> no, 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 no. We're definitely not covering that. We're also not covering uh, Muppet Wizard of Oz ever again. We've already done that. Don't, don't ask us to do it again. I know it wasn't requested ever by anyone. <laughs> And we inflicted it upon us. It has been inflicted on by ourselves, but don't ask for it. (laughs) What are we actually talking about today, Andrew? We're talking about the Muppets. 2011. It's just called the Muppets. The Muppets 2011. (laughs) Yes. They couldn't think of a name for it, so they just called it the Muppets. 2011. 2011. Everything is great. Everything is grand. I got the whole wide world in the palm of my hand. Everything is perfect. It's falling into place. I can't seem to wipe this smile off my face. Life's a happy song. And there's someone by my side to sing along. When you're alone, life can be a little rough. The Muppets 2011 is a 2011 American musical comedy film and the seventh theatrical film starring the Muppets. The film is directed by James Bobbin, written by Jason Siegel and Nicholas Stoller, produced by David Hoberman and Todd Lieberman, and stars Siegel, Amy Adams, Chris Cooper, and Rashida Jones, as well as the Muppet performers Steve Whitmer, Eric Jacobson, Dave Goles, Bill Beretta, David Rudman, Matt Vogel, and Peter Linz. So there was also a few Academy Award winning songs um, by, I believe his name was Mackenzie? I don't know. I didn't write it down. It's, a, it's the guy from uh, Flight of the Concords. Is it really? Yeah, Brett McKenzie. Brett McKenzie, that's great. Yeah. Congrats to him for winning that Oscar because by default because no one else was making musicals that year. <laughs> yeah, there was this, there was this one and, and was there any others, Jess? Uh, I don't think so. <laughs> it was just this one. Yep. Good job. <laughs> Good job, team. Um, what do you think of the new Muppets movie? I actually really like this one, to be honest. Uh, I think it's maybe the best one I've seen besides the original Muppet movie. Oh, really? In my opinion. I know your opinion is that Most Wanted is better, but... Most Wanted feels more like a real Muppets movie. Like, it feels like, uh, I don't like having to reset up everyone. I just want to, give me fucking Kermit, give me everyone in their place, and let's just go. I, I can understand that, yeah, but I think Most Wanted gets kind of dragged down because they have the whole, uh, the Prince and the Popper shit going on. 
Oh, that's hilarious. And they bring Tybra. Oh, we're not talking about that movie. That movie's great, though. This movie is pretty all right. Muppets movies have never exactly been uh, high art, so. <laughs> I don't know. That first one, like, pushed cinema a lot. The first one, yes. Every single one following that, though. Not really. Would, you, would we consider Labyrinth a Muppet movie? <laughs> no, songs. we wouldn't. If, if if it has the Muppets in it, it's a Muppet movie, Jess, okay? All right, all right. So Scrub's a Muppet movie. Yes. All right, good to know. G- good distinction. I'm glad we have it. Um, is the Happy Time Murders a Muppet movie? I hate to say it, but yes, it is. All right, all right, all right, <laughs> all right. Okay. Um, so-, <laughs> <laughs> so what's the plot of this new Muppet movie? Okay, well, there's a new Muppet, which I guess that makes sense. It's a new Muppet movie, so there's a new Muppet. The new Muppet is uh, Walter, and he has a human brother, Gary. Um, and they go by to Jason the, Siegel. Yes, and they go to um, the Muppet Theater, which is now like a, a tourist trap almost. Um, but the Muppet Theater gets uh, purchased by uh, Tex Richmond, who is just an oil tycoon, because apparently there is oil underneath the Muppet Theater lot. And I guess... You know what, for a Muppet plot, that makes a lot of sense. Uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, and through that, it's a very simple plot. You get a lot of shenanigans. Um, I think this film is bogged down a lot by the human characters, sadly enough. I'm not a big fan of Jason Siegel or Amy Adams, even though I do like them at other things. Um, honestly, they I want to see the Muppets do Muppet things. I don't want to see Amy Adams be sad that yeah. Jason Siegel's not giving her attention. I think that definitely is the weakest part of the whole thing, and the only part of that that I think is good is the relationship between Walter and Gary, but even that's not the best. I I, I do agree, I'd rather see the Muppets just kind of doing stuff. Yeah, kind of. Like, wouldn't it be cool if we, like, had just Walter exist and want to bring the Muppets back and not have to drag Jason Siegel through the mud? Um, I feel like he w- that character of Jason Siegel wouldn't be there if Jason Siegel wasn't the one writing this movie. <laughs> that might be true. <laughs> <laughs> I-, I mean, TBH, like... Like, there's this anti-Muppet con- conspiracy, and there's, like, um, Muppet-only <laughs> water fountains, and they're like, we need to bring the Muppets back to TV, and it'll be like a hairspray thing. You know, that'd be fun. And, and I mean, the whole thing with Tex Richmond is pretty funny, where he's just, like, the most evil person ever to exist, pretty much, and just hates the Muppets for really no reason. Yeah, exactly. He hates the Muppet, and he raps, which is the worst thing he does. Anything with rap is terrible. I love rap. It's one of my favorite genres. Take that, so, Hamilton. I don't even... Hamilton's not rap. It's hip-hop. Get out of here. <laughs> yeah, take that, Steven Sondheim. Exactly. The only true rap song is the one from Music Man. The Music Man. Yeah. What do you I'm talk? Not, what do you talk? What do you talk? Talk, talk! I love it when Busta Rhymes played, did that song. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> That was right oh, before he's a music uh, man. What? He's a music man. What? Flav a flave. Also, Kermit doesn't feel like Kermit here. He feels like depressed fella. I don't know. Kermit kind of does that a lot, though. Kermit gets pretty serious sometimes. I know. I know. Um, I will say, despite all the dragging I am doing, this this probably has some of the funniest, like, gags in the entirety of the Muppet 
like I think that's the strongest point. Like, I I don't love the plot to this, and I think I I completely agree that the human characters drag the fucking whole thing down. And every like, there's one scene with where it's literally just the girlfriend in like a diner singing a song, and it's like the worst part of the whole movie. But there's so many uh, great gags. Like, uh, yeah. like I love it when they kidnap Jack Black. <laughs> Like, that's fucking hilarious. <laughs> What's worse, inconveniencing Jack Black for a bit or destroying the Muppets? Kidnapping Jack Black, Fosse! <laughs> <laughs> it's so great. <laughs> yes, um, everything involving Jack Black is, like, gold. Um... <laughs> I'm so glad that the Swedish chef gets a lot of like screen time in this one, or at least a lot more than any of the other ones we've covered. Absolutely. Because he's my favorite Muppet, really. I mean, my favorite Muppet is is uh, Rolf the dog, who gets uh, gets the shaft in this movie, but... He has you know. one of the funniest jokes, though! Uh, which one was that? Um, when they're getting everyone together in the car, and yeah, they're like, yeah. everyone gathered in there, and he's like, hey, why didn't we have a flashback to my scene? I thought that was pretty intense, and it's literally them just walking <laughs> up to him and saying, you want to come? He's like, I guess. <laughs> that's fucking well, I mean, great. That's, that's totally what he would do, though. <laughs> <laughs> that's the best part of that. Like, that's my favorite joke. Like, even I t there was a 10 year gap in between me really watching this. Like, no, eight years, because I didn't watch it since I first saw it in theaters. So that was a joke that I always remembered. And I laughed even harder watching it again. Yeah, it's it, that's a great gag. But he doesn't really get much else beyond that. Yeah, sadly, sadly enough. He, he's, uh, he's featured much more prominently in the first Muppet movie. Well, yeah, that's because he was one of Jim Henson's favorite characters, and after exactly. he died, no one really knew what to do with him. Yeah, I think you can kind of tell that, like, people that write the Muppets after Jim Henson is gone kind of have their favorite Muppets that they, uh, that they give a lot more screen time to. I mean, it, I'm so glad that Pepe wasn't really involved in this movie. Is Pepe in this? I don't think he even is. No, neither is Rizzo. Yeah, I mean, honestly, though, they both suck. And they make a joke out of that most wanted, which is great. <laughs> um, let's see. Um, let's talk about, uh, oh my goodness. What do you think of the guest stars in this? The cameos? Oh, the cameos. Well, the Muppets are known for their cameos. Yeah, but um, what do you think of the ones in this one? I feel like a lot of them are just kind of, like, pointless, so I go... Oh, it's a waitress, but it's Sarah Silverman. And, oh, Neil Patrick Harris is in the background. But then you have really, yeah. like, really fun ones, like Jim Parsons as the human version of Walter. Yeah, like, um, like, that's, that's kind of what they should have done more of. Because, really, a lot of the cameos are incredibly forgettable, because I think some of them don't even have lines. Like, they just are, oh, no. they're there. There he is. I, yeah, I see him. Exactly. <laughs> It's like, that's not even a cameo. <laughs> I think they stepped up their cameo game in Muppets Most Wanted quite a oh, bit. Oh, they, def they definitely did. They, like, uh, really my, found a good the... way to highlight them. But since they're not really putting on a show in this one, they, until the very end, and even then, they don't really bring out the the actors, so they didn't really get an opportunity to give them anything to do. <laughs> I mean, honestly, most of the cameos in this I would barely consider, like, a because usually with a Muppet cameo, it's like a full scene. 
Like I'm thinking of like exactly. the uh, Steve Martin, like Steve Martin part where that's like that's a cameo in the first Muppet movie that you remember, and it's like, oh yeah, he oh, was yeah. the waiter. Uh, so I would say the only real cameo in this that I would even consider on that level is Jack Black. <laughs> yeah, and it's like really weird because a lot of the cameos break the movie. Like when you see Neil Patrick Harris, he says, and he's like running the phones. He's like, I don't even know why. Why didn't they get me to host this? Yeah. Why? So why didn't you agree? Didn't they call like everybody and nobody wanted to? <laughs> like yeah, I don't know. It doesn't really make that much sense. <laughs> it doesn't. Um, but it, it's the Muppets. You can't read too much logic into it. No, the whole point is that it doesn't have any logic. But at the same time, come on, guys. Come, come on, guys. So what did you think of them breaking up Piggy and Kermit the Frog in this movie? That was a big controversy at the time. I remember. I've always been fine with it. Fuck Miss Piggy. Miss Piggy sucks. She's the she's actually the worst Muppet. I hate her. I, I don't know. Pepe. Of... Pepe. Yeah. Oh, okay. No, besides the complete, I mean, like of the core gang, if you had to get rid of one, it's definitely Miss Piggy. Yeah. Like I think Ms. she Piggy... works in moments like really well. Yeah, but it's usually not her though. It's some, whoever she's playing off of, which is usually Kermit. Yeah, and we all like Kermit because he just breathes pathos. Yeah, whereas Miss Piggy is just a bad person. <laughs> One of my favorite cameos in this movie, it's such a small thing, and I find it ridiculous, um, and designated for like a very specific fan base, but Miss Piggy has the receptionist, and it's played by Emily Blunt, as seen in um, Mary Poppins Returns and Into the Woods, reprising her role from The Devil Wears Prada, like the same character and everything, except now the Meryl Streep role is just Miss Piggy, and I find that, that's so fucking weird and meta, and I find it hilarious. That is... A reference that I did not get because I've not seen that, but yeah, exactly. that is really fucking obscure. <laughs> I, so, and that's the kind of stuff that makes this film a lot more interesting than a lot of the past ones. Because now we can get a little bit more meta with that type of humor. Yeah. Um. What's your What's your favorite Uh. What's your favorite gag in this? My favorite gag. Um, probably the Barbershop Quartet version of Smells Like Teen Spirit. Yeah, that's a really good one. I think that one's only aged better with time because of how overused that song has become with every passing year. Smells Like Teen Spirit, I, I'll be honest, I hate Nirvana. Nirvana sucks. Just throwing it out there. But Smells Like Teen Spirit is not a great song. <laughs> Alright guys, welcome to the mid-show announcement, where we're just gonna talk about Patreon for a brief moment while Jeff, while Jess, uh, yeah, Jeff, while, while Jeff laughs himself to death. My name's Jeff. <laughs> My name's Jeff. <laughs> we have gone this completely off the, the rails. This episode we've done, ever. We've gone completely off the rails, and this is now the worst episode of all time. Thank you for watching. Uh, but, if you'd like to donate to us for some reason, uh... Feel free to go to our Patreon. We have a lot of great commentaries. And you know what? While this episode might be the worst of all time, we have a great 50th episode coming up. Uh, and you're going to love it, I think. I think that actually came up pretty good. What do you think, Jess? I think that 50th episode is great. 
50th episode is going to be great, but bear with us, okay? And I don't mean Fozzie Bear, I mean... Ah! Lay it bare. <laughs> Alright, so we have some wonderful Patreon donators, and they're super sweet, so let's read off their names really nicely now. They're Stephanie L., Terry Needleman, Max Lunick, Benjamin Lehrer, Chris O'Kelly, Lily Ackles, Danielle Rennix, Mackenzie Horner, John Donna, Taryn the Duck, Melissa Goldman, Jess Lightning, Ewan Cassidy, Haley McDonald, Taskier, and Callum McLeod. They give us a little financial support that helps us keep the lights on here at Musicals with Cheese. And we love them very much, so if you want us to love you one day, so you should you should join our Patreon. Lucky Land Casino, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Let's get back to the real show, kids. We're going to get back to the show. When there's someone by your side to sing, life's a happy song. When there's someone by your side to sing, life's a happy song. So, what do you think of life's a happy song? I think it's a really effective. I fucking number. love this song. This is actually a really fun song. 
uh, <laughs> it's got a, it's got a lot of funny little gags in the in the lyrics too, where they're like, you know, when they uh, they're going down every single one of the uh, like stands that are on the street, and they're singing like a lyric that has to do with those. And yes. then they get to like the fish one and they can't figure anything out for it, so they just don't. <laughs> this song is written for visuals and it's it works so well. It's not a song that works when you just listen to it. You have to experience the song as a uh, visual, visual. Yeah, there's film. there's a lot of lyric stuff that ties into visual gags. So it's great. Uh I also really like the dancing at the end that I think at the end of the song, he's like dancing and he runs in and the music has stopped and it just sounds like he's yelling for no reason. <laughs> <laughs> it's great. <laughs> yeah, fantastic opening number that really fits the mood, I think, too. Yeah, and it, without showing us a single recognizable Muppet, we feel in the Muppet world, which I think is really, really impressive. Absolutely. Um, yeah, and Jason Siegel's also there. Yeah, and I guess he does a, he does a good job. He does an alright job, you know, being being a man and all. Not a Muppet? He's not even a Muppet of a man. If we could do it all again Just another chance to entertain Would anybody watch or even care? Or did something break we can't repair? Your cannonball trajectory, it always gave me hope. They may have been unbearable, but I still loved your jokes. Is there more I could have said? Now there are only pictures in my head. I didn't do it. I've been framed. Okay, uh, Pictures in My Head I actually really like. Pictures in My Head is like a really, really... It, it brings the pathos to a movie that didn't need pathos to begin with, but I'm really appreciative that it's there. I think it's a, it's, it's a fun, like, tribute to the Muppets, almost. Um, well, I mean, they go through with all the Muppets and they show the good times that they had, and it's it's almost like a... Because it it had been so long since some, a Muppet anything had come out at this point when uh, when this happened, that it's kind of like a you know a tribute to the old Muppet stuff. What are you talking about? It was only like five years past like the greatest Muppet movie of all time, Muppet Wizard of Oz. Yeah, I mean it's been a really long time since they had released any Muppet content. I mean, yeah, Muppet Wizard of Oz. It wasn't. No, no, Jess. <laughs> No, you can't say that name. <laughs> Don't say his name. I Don't like pictures. My, I like pictures in my head a lot. I think the effect of all the puppets sticking out from the paintings is hilarious and like yes. really depressing at the same time. And it's that bittersweet funny that they get really right. They nail it. Hit the nail on the head. 
And I want to say that Steve Whitmer does a really good Kermit, and he's always been my Kermit. I know that Jim Henson's been the original, but I always heard Steve Whitmer. And I don't know if anyone's heard the more recent new Kermit, but he sounds like garbage. I don't think I have. What's Who's the new Kermit? Um, just some guy. They Disney made Steve Whitmire f- get fired. They, like, basically forced him out of the job because they didn't like him. And they replaced him with, like, like a really... He sounds like Constantine pretending to be Kermit in Muppets Most Wanted. That's not good at all. <laughs> no, it's bad. It has me really scared about the future of the Muppet property. I'm Kermit. <laughs> it's more like, I'm Kermit. Hi, I'm Kermit. Yikes. No. And he's like bent on like James Corden's show, who is showing up a lot in our show the more... The more I'm discovering. James Corden? Yeah, James Corden is fucking everywhere on Musicals with Cheese. Literally. He's he's like the third co-host. Like, honestly, though, I feel like every episode we're talking about James fucking Corden. Hey, a, f- a spoiler, if you can figure out what our 50th is about, episode is about, James Corden shows up in that, too. Fuck we James We just finished Corden. recording that one. Fucking James Corden's fucking everywhere. God damn it, James Corden. Get out of our podcast. You're not invited on. I'm having a meme Me Party sucks. Why do you not like Me Party? Because Me Party is with the girlfriend character alone, and I hate it. I think Miss Piggy kind of chimes in a little bit. Yeah, but Miss Piggy also sucks. You just want to hate women, it sounds like. Oh, yes, that's very true. I hate Andrew women. Andrew hates it. women. He heard it you here got first, me. folks. He doesn't you like women. You got me. He just wants all his movies to be Hugh Jackman singing Smells Like Teen Spirit. That is so fucking true. You you fucking nailed it. <laughs> no, I just I think that uh the whole subplot with the human characters is the weakest part, and this is literally only that pretty much. Miss Piggy's in there like a little bit, but like even that's just it's not enough. And that's sucks. nothing against Amy Adams, who is doing the best she can with this nothing character. No, it's it's not that. It's just like. I don't care. <laughs> Show me you know, Kermit. I'm here for the, you know, the title of the movie, The Muppets. <laughs> what if the twist ending is Amy Adams was always a Muppet? That would be a very surprising twist. And then she just grows a stick out of her arm, and her mouth just only opens up and down. Oh my god, is it like that fucking horror movie? What was that? What is that called? Uh, silence or dead silence? I'm sure the guy that made the Saw movies would love that. <laughs> am I a man or am I a puppet? Am I a puppet? If I'm a puppet, well, I'm a very manly puppet. Very manly puppet. Am I a puppet or am I a man? Am I a man? If I'm a man, that makes me a muppet of a man. Um, I suppose we have to talk about Man or Muppet. Yeah, the Academy Award winning song Man or a Muppet. 
Oh, how did this win an Academy Award? It's not even the best song in this show, I don't think, but... Like, what do you think is the best best song from it? I mean, I think Life's a Happy Song is better. I think Picture in My Head is arguably better as well. <laughs> yeah, I'm surprised Picture in My Head didn't get nominated, but I also think Mad at a Muppet is catchier than both of those. I, I, I guess, but it's just... I don't know. It's not the best. I do like the, uh, the way it's shot, though. Yeah, I like Matter and Muppet. It feels like a really good, like, effective storytelling scene. Um, it is kind of the character moment where both of them figure out what they want to do with the rest of their lives and abandoning all, all their previous connections. Yeah, I mean, it's a pretty important moment, but I think the only reason it won an Academy Award is, like you said, there was nothing competing it with it. <laughs> yep. And I hate to say that, that sounds like a bit diminishing, but... I remember that year being like, it's Man or Muppet or, and nothing else, so I guess that's winning. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I honestly, I'm curious as to what else was nominated that year. Pie's Lullaby, Before My Time, and Man or Muppet. I don't even know what those other two are. I don't either. Before My Time um, had Scarlett Johansson singing, and Pie's Lullaby was from Life of Pi. Remember the film of the tiger? Oh yeah, the film of the tiger. I don't remember that one. Wait, we're forgetting the most important song in the entire show. Andrew, What's that? how did you forget this one? It's Forget You, sung by the chicken. But in my oh, brain, right. the chicken is 100% singing Fuck You, the original CeeLo Green lyrics. Before again. Yes. Bastardized by Glee and Gwyneth Paltrow. Honestly, the fuck you version is way better. And it's, it's it honestly, it flows better too. I'm like, fuck you. Yeah, like, forget you. Like, you have to add an extra syllable in there. It just doesn't work. It Did doesn't you even work. think before you wrote that? You didn't. You didn't. You didn't think. <laughs> you think you're gonna have me tell, hear that Hugh Jackman was singing Tells Like Teen Spirit on a pirate ship? Okay, okay, Jess, you need to calm down. <laughs> no! You're at, you're at a 10, you need to be at a 9, okay? You know what else I need to do, Andrew? What's that? I need to know what your overall thoughts on the Muppets is and your cheese rating. Alright, overall thoughts on the Muppets is it's a great movie. Um... But it's not the best Muppet movie. I do recommend watching it if you have not seen it, though. It's pretty fun. Uh, I will say I wish there was more songs, though, because I think Brett McKenzie generally does write very good music, but it's like, there's just not very many songs in this. Uh, I think they sadly. really stepped it up for Muppets Most Wanted, too, because like, the songs in there are a lot more like emotionally effective, and Brett McKenzie comes back, and I think the songs altogether are better in Muppets Most Wanted. <laughs> I would agree with that. This, as a, as like a musical, if you're looking at it as, even, even just like a music, a movie musical, like, this is a little bit lacking in terms of how many songs it has. Um, whereas Muppets Most Wanted, like, I think Josh Grabon's even, is even in that. <laughs> it's like a cameo, which is pretty fun. Um, yeah, I, yeah. I'm, uh, I'm a fan. As far as a cheese rating... I don't know. It's hard to give a, a cheese rating to this. Uh, I'm. 
I'm trying to remember if there's any cheese-related gags in the show, but I don't think there is at all. Jess, why don't you go and I'll I'll search up a cheese rating and give it after yours. Um, I really like this movie. It's not my favorite Muppet movie. Um, I prefer most Modded by a lot because I think the songs all together are better and I'm more compelled by the story. And also I feel like the human characters really drag this down. Altogether, I think I'd probably give it a C plus and yeah, that that's being kind. Whereas I think the first Muppet movie and Most Wanted are closer to AA minuses. Um, so my overall, uh, my cheese rating is Cheese Puppet, which is, as Urban Dictionary describes, people who are easily manipulated into making jerks of themselves for money, sex, or attention. They appear sincere in their delusion, particularly applies to media types and celebrities. Examples include Geraldo Rivera or Bill O'Reilly. Oh no. <laughs> so Cheese Puppet is my cheese rating. I'm going to give it a cheese and crackers um, because I want the cheese and I don't really want the crackers, but you have to get both. You don't have to. You can just take the crackers off. Shut up, Jess. You know, if you take <laughs> if you take the crackers off and just peel the cheese off, then you got Muppets Most Wanted, which is actually an entertaining movie. <laughs> fair enough. You know what else is fair enough? What's that? That this show is brought to you by the wonderful donations from folks on Patreon. And we're going to offer a huge special thanks to Stephanie L., Terry Needleman, Max Lunick, Benjamin Lair, Chris O'Kelly, Lily Ackles, Danielle Rennix, Mackenzie Horner, John Donna, Taryn the Duck, who's a real duck, Melissa Goldman, who's a real Goldman, Jess Lightning, the best Jess, Ewan Cassidy, Haley McDonald, Taskier, Cal, Cal McLeod, Nephew of Fox McCloud. They all ensure that we can get a little financial support um, so that we can make this show possible. Um, we put a lot of work into it, and they make it so that we can make it better. We've already put it into effect where we've got some big stuff planned, and they're also getting some commentaries and a bunch of other stuff they're going to get. Probably some cut things from this episode that especially are going to them. Yeah. And uh, we, we thank you for um, bearing with us on this amazing episode. And the 50th, the next one, is going to be fantastic, so. <laughs> yes, we apologize for the brevity of this episode. We're, we're prepping for the 50th as well. I'm currently in production of a short film, so I'm kind of strapped for time, and it's, it's been rough. But you're beginning a bonus episode alongside the 50th. So next Monday, um, you'll be getting a bonus episode. Then the following Friday, you're getting the 50th. And the 50th is a very good one that we put a lot of effort into. Yes, we did. We had to re-record it twice. All right. And, uh... All right. Also, have please... Have a good one, everyone. Thank no, fuck oh. you. We gotta promote some shit. Oh, <laughs> you're right, you're right. Thank you guys for listening to our show. Um, please follow us on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, at Musicals with Cheese. We're on Twitter, at Cheesy Musicals. Um, our Patreon, I know we promote that a lot, but come on, is Musicals with Cheese. Our YouTube page is also Musicals with Cheese. Our Instagram, Musicals with Cheese. Um, our email is musicaltheaterlives at gmail.com. Shoot us an email. Tell us if you like us. Tell us if you hate us. Our title card was created by the incredible, the amazing, the fantastic Jolene Casco. Follow her on at Instagram at Jolene Casco. Um, is there anything else you want to say before we wrap up? Um... I think that is about all. All um, right. We'll see you next time on Musicals with Cheese. Everybody have a great day. We love you. 
<laughs> I'm gonna give you a little kiss. A little kiss. Daddy and Daddy love you. Um, Daddy, Jesse, and Daddy, <laughs> Andrew, we're gonna take good care of you, alright? Alright. Have a good Don't night, hit everyone. your si- Don't hit your sister! Stop that! <laughs> <laughs> See you next time. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.